Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. My name is Asan. And I'm Derek. Derek, what's up, man? How is your week going? Uh, it's going good, man. Uh, man, let's see. It's been a minute since I've talked to you. I've got a new tattoo. Okay, so yeah, cool. what is it? Yeah, so it's a uh it's the key to uh the key to hell. <laughs> oh, very nice. I didn't find that out until she was like into like it was like pretty much at the point where I was like, ah, can't go back now. So yeah. she was like, Yeah, it's the key to Hades. I was like, dope. dope. Yeah. <laughs> um no, I love it. Uh yeah, it's just a little key with a skull head on it and Nice. You know, sits on the tricep. It's good. And then, uh, yeah, and then since I've seen you, I found an artist for my sleeve, and mm-hmm. we are going to be working together. I actually have to send him an email today, and I will be in the chair in Long Beach, I believe, at 10 a.m. on October 27th. Nice. Yes. Very, so, very nice. Yeah, finally get a get something I've wanted since I was 14 started. Mm-hmm. So nice. Yeah. Other than that, life's just been pretty typical. Mm-hmm. Um, been loving the weather lately. Yeah, it's been perfect. It's that wonderful, wonderful time of year. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than that, nothing really to report. Life's been fairly boring, other than getting tattoos and stuff. Um, what are you? How are you? How? Wow, that was a <laughs> woo. Let me start over because my brain presented me with five options and I decided to go with all of them, apparently. Yeah. Uh, how are you? How have you been? <laughs> how is your uh, week? <laughs> good. Uh, good week so far. Um, let's see what did I do this week. Uh, I started uh, teaching again uh, for uh, during the school year. I'm not teaching improv, though. Now, now I'm teaching um, music production. Oh, cool. So yeah, that's going well. Teaching middle school kids uh, twice a week, doing that. So that's fun. Um, I'm trying to think what else uh, is going on this week. Um, the Rock made a return to pro wrestling this week. Yes, to he did. Do a little bit of business. So that's always fun and exciting when The Rock is around. Uh, as did John Cena. John Cena is also around. So I've been kind of getting back into watching wrestling a little bit here. It's about to get wild. Yeah, I found out yeah. they were both coming back, and I just I was like, "Quick to a television!" Like, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Because um, I want to see so that you, stuff on large format, not on my phone. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, did been doing that. Um, just doing improv. Oh, oh, I saw a movie last night. I went and saw mm. Dumb Money, the movie about Which, the game. Oh, stop. Dumb Money. How was that? Yeah, it was good. It was good. Um, very much feels kind of like a uh uh it's like it's like someone saw social network and was like let's do that but make it a comedy um and that's basically what the movie is it's it's structured in a similar way um uh it's it's very interesting you follow the the characters that they chose to follow it's based on a book written about it um and it's good. All the performances are great. All the actors. Um, I'm really enjoying America Ferrera a lot. Oh my gosh! She's, right? She's yeah. She's in it this. Um, yeah, she was in. She's in this. She was in Barbie. She's having kind of a uh, a renaissance right now. I feel like. Um, yeah, everyone's good in this. Seth Rogen's great. Paul Dano's great. Paul Dano, uh, for the first time, not playing a weirdo in a while. Uh, <laughs> Is he likable? <laughs> yeah, super likable. Oh He's my great gosh, in this. that's gonna be weird. 
Yeah. I'm not I'm uh, going to be waiting the entire time for him to like murder his family or something like that and then Yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah. I like to think of this movie as a prequel to Prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> when he was happy. Yeah, before uh, he lost it all and turned to a life of torture and crime. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, no, it's great. Everyone's good. great in it. Nick Offerman's great in it. Every, everyone's doing a good job. Good. Uh, it's a great movie. Independently of everybody in there, I specifically wanted to see it because America Ferrera was in it. Yep. Like, I want. Like, it was one of those. I was like, oh, naturally, I'm going to see that at some point because mm-hmm. it's got mm-hmm. all the trappings of something I would be interested in. And then I found out that America Ferrera was was cast in it, and I was like, oh, now I have to see it. Mm-hmm. It's really good, man. It's a good, solid, uh, solid piece of storytelling. Um, probably about 15 minutes longer than it needs to be but you don't really feel it all that much um pete davidson's actually really enjoyable in it um not not too annoying uh his character is supposed to be annoying but he's actually actually quite likable in this uh so yeah He's not like um, oh, out the of guy the blue, f- like in the what Fast and Furious movie that just <laughs> right. came out, where it's just like, <laughs> right. why, why? Yeah. Um, also, the lead guy, um, I think is I think it's Anthony Ramos is his name. Uh-huh. Uh, the lead guy from um, the last Transformers movie that came out, and also yes. he's from in, in the Heights as well. In Hamilton fame. Yes, uh, he's in this as well, and he's very good. Um, I like him a lot, actually. He has a charisma to him. Like a, a a Bronx, you know, New York kind of charisma to him that really uh, is like kind of feels nostalgic a little bit for like, mm-hmm. you know, when like like a like it, 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 it's not he's nowhere. He's not the same type of actor as like a Joe Pesci, but it is a similar kind of like that New Yorker kind of familiarity to him. Like you feel like, you know, that guy from Does somewhere he have sort of a 90s New York vibe. Yes. Yeah, because 90s New York is a very specific vibe. Yes, 100%. Like, Um, having been there a couple of times, I was like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Just having grown up in the 90s and seeing movies Uh that take place in New York. I mean, that was just Mm -hmm. a huge setting in the 90s. Mm -hmm. And, totally, you know, 90s New York is, it's special. Yeah. That was it. Was a time in in cinema, especially in the '90s, where like every movie took place in New York for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like people just loved to shoot there. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a beautiful. It, it man, it's got a lot of beautiful shit to photograph. So it really uh, does. Yeah, but yeah, he's really great in it. Every, it's a great ensemble. Everyone's really good. Everyone seems okay. like they're having a good time. It's great, great stuff. I will bump that up my list a couple of spots then. Hmm. Um, but yeah, looking forward to. It. I think there's some good movies coming out. Um, that between that, um, the creator comes out. I oh, think this I'm or next for weekend. The creator. Yeah, that looks creator, great. I think it's going to give me that dose of action sci-fi that I've needed for a hot minute. You know. Yeah, and it seems like it's uh, like maybe the marketing is just working on me. But it seems like a they're marketing the hell out of it, despite not you know not being able to get their actors out there. But uh, I think the movie's probably going to open well. Like I feel like there's people who. I feel like there's a buzz around the movie. I think I people, too. every time I see the trailer in a theater, people are like, oh, I want to see this, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. When it comes on the TV mm-hmm. at work, people are generally like, they're always like, because they know I'm a movie guy. So they're like, what is that? And I'll tell them, like, that sounds really cool. And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you liked Rogue One, they're like, oh, is this from the guy? I'm like, this is from the guy that did Rogue One. They're like, oh, now I'm going to mm-hmm. go see it. It's like, mm hmm. Yeah. his last, like, I don't know if he's done, has he done anything between. Uh, 
has he been up to? Because if his last big one was Rogue One, then it's like, okay, that's a pretty good lead off to a launch pad to uh, mm-hmm. get people to. I'm really excited for the world building of this movie. It seems like there's been a lot of thought put into what kind of world this is and all that. And I know it's pretty like just generic sci-fi stuff, but I just always like and get excited for what they envision like like future weapons to look like and like mm-hmm. do, you know? Because it seems like they're yeah. carrying some sort of like plasma rifle like get set up and I'm like, <laughs> yes, show me what that can do. Mm-hmm. I would like to see you melt someone with it. That'd be great. Yeah, and 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 yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, yes, I mean, if you you know, if people want to be very reductive about it, sure, you know, there's shades of the Terminator, there's shades mm-hmm. of Star Wars, there's shades of a lot of stuff going on, but I think that this movie seems like it has, uh, has a, a take and has something specific to say about this type of stuff, yes, with AI and, and all that kind of stuff, which is like, I yeah, you can make this, you can make you you can make a hundred. AI robots destroy us movies but if you have a fresh take on it I'm down you know yes, what I mean absolutely yeah his last big movie his last movie was Rogue One yeah literally a a prequel movie to you know a, mo- a movie franchise we get a new movie from every year and not only and it that, was one of the best ones but you have to say, and not only that widely regarded as the best entry of all 100%. the new Star Wars like because it was a take all the new Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, of all like, of them. Yeah. Like, I still, like, I still th- watch stuff, and I need to f- wrap up Ahsoka, but I still watch stuff, and I'm just like... <laughs> yeah. I'm very tired of lightsabers and magic space wizards. Like, just give 100%. me rebel... Like, give me fucking smugglers and gunfighters, and just, mm-hmm. like, give me that. Like, stop turning everything into this mystical, like, woo-wee-woo. Like, yeah. just let the force be the force. Some people can use it. Some people can't. They are called Jedi. The rest of mm-hmm. them aren't. Like, just, like, stop. Oh, my yeah. God. Like <laughs> Jedi Jedi are only interesting when not everybody's a Jedi. <laughs> exactly. I hate this, like, you, too, can be a Jedi if you believe hard enough. It's like, stop. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's like telling someone they can be an astronaut. It's not true. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not. Yeah, when you Sorry, have a show where every character there, I apologize. Um, I'm trying to be <laughs> no, better about fine. not. I've been listening back to episodes, and I'm like, I get irate a lot. I need to calm down. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, suffice to say, yes. It, <laughs> Jedi only work when not everybody can be a Jedi, and it also works when we don't know too much about it. Yes. Like, just yeah. don't explain it. Just be like the forces of mystical, and like the way Obi Wan Kenobi explains it in Star Wars Episode Four. Explains it perfectly. You know, he's like, it's mm-hmm. all around us. It binds us. It connects us. It's like, yes. And some mm-hmm. of us can use it to do cool, wicked ass shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, let's do this. Mm-hmm. But it's like now they're going, I know they're going, I need to watch it, but it's like now they're going to the world between worlds and everybody's still alive and there's these gods. And I'm like, oh, don't do this. Yeah. Don't turn it into Lord of the freaking Rings. You know what I? You know what kind of Star Wars thing I'd like to see? Yes, what? Uh, and you could do either do it as a miniseries or as a movie. But you know how uh, uh, Star Wars is always about? You know, it's in a galaxy far, far a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Mm-hmm. Like, what if like I want to see a Star Wars movie that takes place in the Star Wars universe, but like way in the future, and like all all of the shit that we've seen so far is like is like ancient history. 
um, oh, like in, in you know like okay. two hundred years ago, Got and it. so the and legend of Luke Skywalker and all that. Is all like, of that is like all it is. That's just exactly. It's okay. like it's like when we hear about Napoleon or something. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. It's like that cool. long ago. Got it. Uh, and then yeah, and then uh, I would love like the movie to basically be about like a bunch of like space explorer types and like treasure hunters all going after like trying to find this like ancient weapon and they're and it's ba- it's a lightsaber you know what i mean oh, and basically yeah. they're trying to find like uh you know if the, the the next person to find this jedi knowledge or whatever uh like that's kind of what they're they're all searching for you Got know it. what i mean i think that something like that would be really that cool. that would be very cool and i think it would be very cool if um you could do it you could still be the wooey woo but it's just on that edge you know, exactly. You know, you have the the moment I'm thinking of is with the Obi Wan Kenobi. The Obi the use the Force, Luke. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It'd be great if you have whatever character you choose to be the Force sensitive. Like there should be a surprise Force sensitive character. Then in the middle mm-hmm. of the fight, everything's going down, and they they lose their weapon or whatever, and they're trying to grab, and they outstretch their hand, and the lightsaber flies into it. You know. Mm-hmm. And then it like turns mm-hmm. on, and then you hear this voice just go, "Close your eyes." And then that's at the point where the camera pans out, and there's like blocking shots. And it's like it's kind of awkward, but they're still doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be fun. So yeah. it's like a new resurgence of Jedi, but like without all of this. Yes, mm-hmm. cool. I like that. It's a better be really way cool. to reset it and not, you know, where it's all like that was. Yeah. Back then. Yeah, because you, 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 I think that's the way to make the Force and all that important again. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like ease us back into it with a new, with a new, the, like, the, with the Force with a new generation of, like, people discovering it for the first time. Yes. I think that'd be really cool. You yes. know what I mean? The other thing they're going to do is they're going to take that idea of discovering the Force for the first time, and they're actually mm-hmm. going to be making, like, an ancient, the, it's on the books to make, an like, an ancient Jedi oh, okay. trilogy where it's like, what you're talking about, but in reverse. Gotcha. Okay, so a long, long time ago. instead of a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, it's a way, 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 way longer time ago (laughs) in that same galaxy, which is still far away. Yeah, exactly. Um, It's still very much far away. We've just moved the timeline (laughs) back. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like so, that. Yeah, I'm like that's cool. I read. I had a comic book when I was a kid that kind of took around mm-hmm. like a Dark Horse uh, published. Oh, Dark Horse was such a good publisher when I was a kid. <laughs> um, oh, Spawn. Oh, I'm ready for that movie. Um, yeah, <laughs> I am too. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. There's a there's a series of comic books that they made that were like taking like were essentially around this time. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Jedis were kind of new, and the lightsaber hadn't quite been perfected yet, you know? So they were still using, like, vibroblades, vibroblade technology, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was interesting. So when they announced they were going to do that, I was like, I am interested in that for sure. Yeah. Show me a bunch of people learning how to use it for the first time and not having all of this, like, oh. Right. <laughs> I yeah totally. Star I yeah, I'm Wars right there with best you. Best as a space opera when it's a little more sci-fi and a little less opera. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Um, yeah, I definitely want to see it be a, a little bit more sci-fi. Could just just to have a different approach. Just, you please, know what I mean? Just less gods yeah. and like multiverses <laughs> yeah. and just please no. Yeah. Um, Dark and light space wizards and yeah. <laughs> uh, the people who love them. 
mm-hmm. or hate them mm-hmm. or don't know about yeah. them. Whatever. <laughs> Just tell yeah. me stories that are good. Yeah. <laughs> um, <sighs> totally agree. Um, cool. Uh, should we jump into some DMs before we touch the main topic? Oh, yeah. Do you want to? I mean, the main topic's kind of long. Do you want to skim through um, some DMs real quick? I mean, there's some yeah, highlights. Yeah, I think we should. I think we should. Okay. Um, okay. Let's see. Uh, yeah. Um, creator, we talked about. Okay. Uh, speaking of, of Spawn. Yep. Uh, you sent uh, Todd McFarlane says uh, the Spawn film script is near the finish line, but on hold during the WGA strike. Yep. Um, that's good news. Uh, means they know what their story is, which is great. Yes, um, Todd McFarlane is a master storyteller, and I yes. cannot wait to see what he is allowed to do with today's technology and budget, because mm-hmm. the first Spawn movie, while not great, wasn't a total failure. No, and considering the time, a lot of it looks pretty good. Uh, yeah? Um, the hell stuff, yeah, okay, that's very dated, and it looks pretty awful. But in terms of his suit and even the clown stuff later, mm-hmm. a lot of that looks Violator. really good. Yes, a lot of that stuff looks really good, um, and that movie had a tone and like a look to it. And there's a lot to like about that movie. Oh, the action very was good. I like it a lot. Yeah, Michael Jai White's a great um, mm-hmm. martial artist, so all of that stuff looked great. Yeah, it was good. I I, I liked that movie uh, a lot. It holds a special place in my heart. That Blade, like all those like late '90s <sighs> superhero ventures. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what to do with my day today because I have a free like late morning oh. like afternoon early afternoon mm-hmm. i think i'm yeah. gonna watch some blade movies oh you definitely should um the second one it, it is good it like is. i rewatched that one recently i was like man i enjoy this movie a lot i enjoy all of them yeah they're yeah delightful. i do too they know what yeah. they are and it's very yes. fun <laughs> yes uh yeah there's a lot that like i forgot like the whole like because, you know, what you remember the most about the second one is those Reaper guys. Mm-hmm. But, like, I forgot there's so many cool sequences in that movie that, like, I just totally forgot about. But there's yeah. a lot of good stuff in that. Um, yeah, I like Blade 2. Um, all right. What else we got here? Um, just WGA strikes, you know, uh, yeah, David Goyer yeah. being like, there should have been an extra Superman between Batman versus Superman. I'm like, there also should have been an extra Batman movie between Batman versus Superman. Yeah, we knew that. Uh, yeah, just stuff canceled. Expendables 4, not rated highly. No shocker there. Michael uh, Michael Caine has said he is now sort of retired. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. Uh, eight seasons of Invincible are being... Robert Kirkman's looking to do that. Makes um, sense. Oh, yes. The big four are reunited in person with the Writers Guild. Yeah, there uh, seems to be some um, uh, progress happening on that front. Yes. I'm hearing murmurs of the strike may be over as soon as October. That would be great. Um, that would be great. Uh, we'll see. Um, hopefully that is the case, because um, I would like everyone to get paid. Um, yes. And I would also <laughs> except like for those to come Disney execs. Work, so. What's up? Except for those executives. Yeah, exactly. Except for everybody that's higher up that's making all the money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You make less. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, no, so just so they can move all the release dates back up and I can get Dune this year. Yes. Or like 100%. early. <laughs> like, please. Yeah. Uh-huh. Don't punish oh, me uh, because you're assholes. <laughs> Ex- uh, excuse my yawning. Uh, oh. you, uh, Sorry, did I didn't you realize I was the- boring you. Yeah, yeah, please wrap it up, Derek. Um, <laughs> the music starts playing. I'm yeah, not exactly. done yet. <laughs> Do you see the um, these uh, photos from the Toxic Avenger remake? Uh, yes, he did. They look great. 
Yes, looks great. Looks I'm fun. I'm very excited about that. Yeah, Elijah, uh, Elijah Wood, Wood looks, looks like someone insane. Would not let a, within like a thousand miles of a school. People are saying he looks like um, Gollum uh, as he's beginning to become Gollum. I think he looks more like um, Danny DeVito's penguin. I was gonna say that. That reminds me. It reminds me more of that than than Gollum on the transition. Hundred percent. Yeah, it reminds me much more of the uh, of the Way penguin. More. Oh, maybe I'll watch that movie today. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I so that ins- that insane is, you know, nightmare be, fuel. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. You know what's gonna be the reality is I'm gonna sit down and try and figure out what movie to watch, and because there's so many options and I have an ADD brain and I can't figure out like what to land on, I'll not end mm-hmm. up not choosing a movie, and end up having to like mm-hmm. have just enough time to watch South Park or something. Um, yeah, that's usually how it goes. Usually how it goes. Uh, Chris Evans isn't ruling out returning Captain America in the MCU. Yeah, of course not. Of course not. Get that money, get that money. Nicholas Cage is in a new movie where he's in everybody's dreams, and then stuff gets freaky because it's a Nicolas Cage movie. Ah, that was something. great. That looks that looks awesome. great. I love that premise. I'm here for it. Uh, this is what I want to uh, Sound of Freedom subject Tim Ballard exited sex trafficking organization following sexual misconduct allegations. Because, of it's course. almost... Like the <laughs> monsters are on the inside. Yeah, almost. It's almost like that. <laughs> nah, it's pretty much like that. Yeah, it's pretty much like monsters are everywhere. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Don't trust anyone. Nope. Um, um, yeah. Okay, Deadpool three will reportedly lead directly into Avengers Secret Wars. The film will showcase multiple realities collapsing, and the TVA's plan to save certain heroes from each reality and place them on New Earth slash Battle World. Battle World. Battle nice. World. Do you know about Battle World? Um, yeah, I'm assuming that's where Kang makes everyone fight each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm looking up the particulars, but that's yeah. what I'm thinking they're going to do with it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. Oh. Oh, hold on. Yes. It's also known as Latverian. Oh, Battleworld was a Dr. patchwork Doom. world made from the remnants of destroyed realities following the multiverse's collapse due to it, the incursions. It was created by Dr. Doom after he stole the power of the Beyonders secretly via the Molecule Man. I feel like that's just how you have to say that. Uh, yeah. Doom ruled <laughs> the Molecule Man. For, yeah, the Molecule Man. <laughs> yeah. Man of the future. Um, yeah. <laughs> Doom ruled Battleworld for eight years as God Emperor before it was destroyed when the Molecule Man gave the power of the Beyonders to... Ooh, when the power of the Molecule... When, gave, ah, bleh, molecule Man gave the power of the Beyonders to Reed Richards. Okay. That's how they're introducing this version of the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here it is. Secret Wars. Following countless incursions across every reality, the multiverse was destroyed. Doctor Doom, Doctor Strange, and the Molecule Molecule Man had confronted the beings responsible of this, the Beyonders, before the final incursion took place between Earth-616 and Earth-1610. So that's what they're doing. After having stolen the Beyonders' omnipotent abilities for himself, Doctor Doom was capable of creating an entirely, entirely new reality from the remnants of incursion points between collapsing worlds. That new reality was Battleworld. Initially, Battleworld was a chaotic place locked in eternal night and a constant state of war between the survivors of the salvaged realities. This is all from uh, marvel.fandom.com, by the way. Yeah, so I think, yeah, it definitely seems like they're going to do a version of that. Um, I don't know if the Beyonders will make their way into that mythos in the movie version, but I could totally see a version where 
dur- all these incursions are happening around the multiverse and Doctor Doom's reality uh for some reason one or another becomes like a a sort of like a a fulcrum point of the incursions Mm -hmm. and it becomes and so like a lot of the remnants of other you know sort of mashed together multiverses end up there Mm -hmm. and he's like well i can rule i can rule in this domain because hey there's no fantastic four anymore (laughs) it's just me uh i'm me left up to my own devices on this planet so i'm gonna i'm gonna do it and he basically rules this planet until our our MCU Earth and the Deadpool Earth incur, and then they end up on that planet as well. And then it's like, hold on, what have you been doing here the last eight years? No, we we're not going to stand for this. <laughs> Maybe that's what that 20th Century Fox giant like 20th Century Fox logo battlefield is. Maybe that's Battle World. It probably is, maybe, yeah. Yeah, and maybe that's where all the Deadpools are, is that's what happens, is he incurs in Battle mm-hmm. World, and him and all the Wolverines and all the Deadpools fight each other with all yeah. the X-Men and everything like that. Yeah, I bet if there's a yeah, if there's any like post credits or like uh, yeah, I think Deadpool probably meets Doctor Doom at the end of this of end of Deadpool three. Yeah, yeah, and is like, oh, you've been doing what now? Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah, because uh, yeah, and then yeah, the the end of the Deadpool three will probably be with the incursion of Earth, like our Earth. Yes. Um. And you know all you know that type of and setting up for okay here we go, um, I yeah something like that because we yeah we we got a little bit of hint of the incursions are already happening they've been happening that's what uh what's her name um, Furiosa mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, what's her name <laughs> <laughs> Charlize Theron in like yeah, the most <laughs> misplaced like cameo yeah, ever the, the weirdest cameo like, of all hey time guys, Charlize Theron's gonna be in the movies and everybody went okay. Yeah, that's a what a weird way to like, introduce an Oscar wrong. winner. She's fine, and I like her in other stuff. I just don't want her. She doesn't fit for me in that role, or in... and it just felt like a last minute nothing yeah. decision. Like uh, just put a wig on her, it was and uh, like we'll, they we'll see what happens. Up and they were like, "Shit, you forgot to yeah. cast the role." Is Charlize Theron on set? <laughs> yeah. Believe me, uh, like trust me, I have no qualms with Charlize Theron being in the nope. Marvel universe. But like, give her a character and an introduction with some right. gravitas to it. Give, if you're gonna give a character to Charlize, Charlize Academy Award winning, I believe. Charlize <laughs> yes, Theron. Yes. Like, give her, give something, her something with some gravitas. Yeah. Don't just yeah. put her in like some horrible purple outfit with weird eyeliner that looked like you <laughs> slapped it on in five seconds, and you're like, I, I don't know, make her magic. And, mm-hmm. like, make her look cosmic. And, like, she takes a knife and slashes open the realities, spins her hair around and goes, follow me, essentially. And then they go through the rip. I'm like, that's not Charlize Theron level no, acting no, cameo no, no, no. stuff. No. No, 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 no. no, no. no and no. not even for that character. Mm-hmm. Like, she just doesn't work for that character either. She's yeah, someone else. I agree. Put her, put her in it, just not mm-hmm. in that way. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um... Cool. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to all of that. Deadpool three. I'm really looking forward mm-hmm. to Loki season two. I think mm-hmm. that's going to be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, all right. Is that enough DMs? Anything else we need to touch? Yeah. Before I mean, we... uh, Fantastic Four revealed that Galactus is targeting the planets that have the seeds of the Celestials. Cool. Um, you know, so basically, our our uh, their Marvel MCU Earth that the uh, thing is growing out of the ocean that nobody's talking about in the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, this will be fun. Mm-hmm. 
This is before they did CGI and all that kind of stuff when they had to use actual rounds of ammunition in movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our favorite movies, Starship Troopers, someone put up the, the tally of how many blank mm-hmm. rounds they fired during the course of filming. Would you like to know how, many there, how much that number is? I would. 300,000 rounds. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> 300,000 oh. blanks just popping off in the course of filming, dude. That's crazy. Yeah, it is nuts. Um, all those shell casings, too. Like, dude, man. Right? Just flying out of everywhere. Oh, that'd be yeah. so much fun as an actor, though, where they're just like, just go nuts, man. Like, just fire yeah. at random stuff. We're just going to put in random bugs all over the place anyway, exploding, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> go crazy. Yeah. Have a good yeah, time. Yeah, go nuts. Yeah. Um, speaking of Starship Troopers, uh, Clancy Brown uh, was in um, Dumb Money, and he's he's very good oh, in it as well. Brown. Clancy he's Brown's so great. good. He's a uh, national treasure. Yeah, Hugh Jackman and his wife split. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yes, it is. Um, they're, yeah. Uh, they're oh, doing... Uh, da- oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. What? I was going to say, they're doing uh, Damian Wayne in uh, Batman Brave and the Bold, yes. and um, uh, Timothy Chalamet was rumored to be in the running. Um, I think he's too old. Yeah, it, he's definitely too old if they're doing like the, the, the sort of like the traditional Brave and the Bold Damian Wayne. He's like 13. Yeah. Um, so Younger, like, he's like 12. Yeah, he's like 12, 13. Don't, yeah. yeah um, don't do that. Don't cast Timothy yeah, Chalamet. Yeah, no, no. Cast someone. Um, there's someone better out there. Yeah, cast um, that kid from The Boys. He's good. Oh, yeah, he's great. Yeah. Or one um, of his friends. Who does he hang out with? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You could have got like you could have gotten one of those Stranger Things kids a few years ago, but um, they're all dude. they're all now too old. No, far too um, old. But uh, yeah. but yeah, you could have totally gotten one of them. Um The Lando series is now gonna be as uh, released as a feature film. Okay. Yeah, great. Yep, yep, yep. That's cool. Cool. Uh Here's something interesting. Brightburn 2 is still happening, but producers plan to intend to integrate the metaverse and AI into the slate of films. Okay. Interesting. So, uh, so is he, is is he in, the kid a teenager in, now? Yeah, so Brightburn 2 is still in development with H Collective planning to use AI in future movies. So I'm wondering if that means fake actors or if they're like any... I don't know. Yeah, does that mean... Either using AI to make movies or like using AI as a theme in a movie. Yeah, right. I can't. I can't tell the way that it's worded. <laughs> yeah, right. I think it's worded. I think it's obscure on purpose. Yeah, it's vague. It's really vague. Um, uh, well, oh, okay. Uh, VFX workers at Marvel Studios have officially voted in favor to unionize. Nice. Good. So we like that. Yes, good. We do. We uh, love that. Crow, the Crow reboot is an quote anti-Marvel movie, says producer. Uh, meaning, <laughs> uh, I am going to look that up. Probably he means that it's probably what he's meaning is that it's not going to be set up to set up uh, set to set up a franchise. Yeah, just like a standalone mm-hmm. thing. Just standalone is what I what I mean. Not a legacy film um, would be my mm-hmm. guess. But uh, I hope they I do will. it as like a like a like a like I hope it leans into horror because mm. that's his whole shtick is he's scary. <laughs> yeah, the crow. He's a goth like goth kids just like yes please. Yeah. I can be powerful. See, they made a superhero for me. Yeah. A lot of superheroes for you, dude. It's true. Batman's goth as fuck. Sandman? 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, who else is? There's a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he said, okay, he said it's not what comic book, book movie fans might expect. We're finally at a point where we can really explore these other avenues because it's such a unique property that it is not a studio film. It's not a Marvel film. It's kind of an anti-Marvel film, he said. I have the highest hopes for that, and I really love what Molly Hassel has done in pushing it up the hill, and Rupert Sanders is such a visionary. Uh, the Crow will star Bill Skarsgård and is being helmed by Ghost in the Shell director Rupert Sanders. However, this is just the latest iteration of the reboot. Uh... It's been in works for a long time. Yeah. Bill Skarsgård screams to me that they're going to lean more into, like, sort of the horror side of it. Yeah. Which I think would be great. Great. Give me a horror superhero. Yeah. Make it rated like R. A horror, like a horror noir type thing, I think would be really great. That'd be great. Uh, oh, yeah. Daniel Radcliffe has reportedly been cast in Deadpool 3 for a, quote, secret role. Yes. And, uh... uh I also saw that uh, some internet sleuths uh, on Reddit discovered that um, Channing Tatum's stunt double is listed in the movie credits as well. Yes. Um, So, yeah, many people are thinking Gambit. Um, Yeah. Interesting stuff happening. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with Daniel Radcliffe. I I think he'll probably be a Wolverine variant. Um, That'll get killed off quickly or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a yeah, joke, I think where everybody's like, oh, yeah. it's Daniel! And then he'll just be... <laughs> like, yeah. Knowing the humor of that of that franchise. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, that's pretty much it for movie news. Um, the rest of it's cool. all, you know, regular. Just, you know, kind Regular. of low-grade, hey, yeah. you know, this is, might be a movie kind of stuff, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, Underworld Reboot is coming out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know nobody really wants it, but I kind of want yeah. it. Yeah, I, I don't mind those movies, you know what I mean? <laughs> the first one's fun. The rest of them are less fun as they go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't get good. <laughs> they don't get better for no, sure. They, they just got to definitely the wheels start coming off real quick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, although I do like the second one, but it's yes. just not a great film. <laughs> no. No. I love what's his name though. Um Oh, the bad guy. Uh oh, the werewolf uh, guy. Um b- 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 uh, he was uh he was Davy Jones. Not, uh, well, no, no, yes, him, but uh, uh, Bill Nye. Yeah, Bill but, Nye. Um, yeah. I'm talking about the other guy who's like the. He's kind of like the bad guy, but he kind of like turns babyface at some point. Um, okay, hold on, I'm gonna look. He, it up. He's in a bunch. Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen. Yes. Michael, Michael Sheen's Sheen. great. He's like the lead werewolf guy. Yes. Wait, hold on. Is he in the second one? I thought he was in the first. He's in one. both, I believe. Is he in both one? I okay, thought he was so in which both. One is it? Underworld, Underworld Evolution. That's the one we're looking for. Yeah, Scott Speedman. Yes. Scott Speedman, dude. <laughs> when he when when Hollywood was really trying to make him a thing, but he looked like yeah. every other dude. Yeah, hey, especially at that time. At that he time, looked like yeah, Scott he was like Scott Stapp. He was like early two thousands. The guy. Yeah. Oh man, um, they were really trying to make him a thing. Do you mean Tony Curran? No, no, it must have been then. The first one is what oh, I'm Michael thinking Sheen's about. In then. It. Okay, the yeah, that's one. what I. But yeah, that's what like I remember. A flashback or something? I don't know. Whatever. I guess I'm just gonna have to watch the movies now. Uh, well, because the second one is about wait. Oh no, maybe it's the third one is the one I'm thinking. I'm it's because he's in all three. Well, the third, the third one, the third one is Rise of the Lichens. 
I believe, and it's like their I their origin so, yes. story. Yes, yeah. and I think Nona that's the Mitra one I'm thinking of, and not Kate Beckinsale. Right, that's the one I'm thinking of. I actually have a like you know a lot of people don't like that movie, but I kind of have a soft spot for it. I th- I thought it was an interesting story. <laughs> oh, hold on, they came out with another one in 2016 called Underworld oh. Blood Wars. You know oh, what? No, never mind. I know what I'm watching today. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Godspeed, Derek. Godspeed. <laughs> Let's do this. Brace yourselves, kids. It ain't much, but it's honest work. <laughs> I feel yeah. like I'm gonna have like a moment where my head where I just remember the scene where it just gets so bad and I remember the scene in um true uh true grit where he shoots the the um um the new one. Where Rooster shoots the guys oh, through yeah, the yeah. door and the girls, and the guy's bleeding and he's like, "Can can you help me?" And he just goes, "I could do nothing for you, son," and just shoots him in the head. <laughs> like it's just that movie. I'm gonna get to a point where I'm like, "Oh man, I really did this to myself." <laughs> yeah, I really stepped in it this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Whatever, man. I'll enjoy it. I'll make it fun. Nah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure there's enough fun to be had. It's Kate Shall we, uh, with guns in spandex, like or latex, yeah. like yeah, you know, yeah, acting. Oh, she is she is like an ombre this time. Ooh, all right. I always like <laughs> the the costuming for these movies. Yeah, I think really the pr- production keep, design's great. Well, it really you know tries I mean? to keep that like goth dream of the late '90s, you know, like yeah. alive. The late '90s and very early 2000s of like mm-hmm. trench coats and platform boots and like all that stuff, yeah. which I <laughs> I just. Yes. That was my era, man. Like, that's my yeah. throwback of, like, don't listen to that music. I'm like, but they look cool. <laughs> yeah. And I like their music. Yeah, and I also like the werewolf design. I think mm-hmm. they look cool. Um, or, I, I like the, the up. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. The Like, the more upright kind of, yes. you know, lycanthrope type werewolf. I like that. Yeah, I do, too. And I also like the uh, transition scenes as well. Yeah, they're they, great. Those, those, do, those are really well done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I li- yeah, I like those movies. <laughs> those are fun. <laughs> All right, shall we get into the topic for today? Let's do it, man. So IGN posted a uh, a list of the top t- of their top twenty five sci fi movies of all time, and we thought it'd be a good idea to run through this list and comment on same. Uh, Shall we? Shall we dive in? Yeah, let's jump in. We'll, maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll- let's go. Let's let's maybe let's alternate. Do you want to go? Oh, from oh, from back for I thought we just lead in their list in order, just twenty five to number one. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. But you can take twenty five. I'll take twenty four. Oh, sure. Just go that oh, way. Just okay. For, I thought you were just like, for consistency you start with purposes. I'll ruin it by starting it with one. I'm like that. <laughs> no, 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 not like that. Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> it won't build the suspense if we give it away. People will turn it off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, number twelve. Well, twenty twelve. Whoa! What number is with twelve. My brain today. <laughs> A new number, twice. Twive. Um, <laughs> it twenty-five is Galaxy Quest from nineteen ninety-nine, starring um, Tim uh, Tim the Toolman Taylor and yeah. uh, Sigourney Weaver, Sigourney Weaver, Alan uh, Rickman, Alec, Alec Rickman. Uh, let's see, uh, Tony Shalhoub. Yeah, Tony Shalhoub. You're nailing all the stuff. You're killing it with this. Um, What's his name? Uh, <laughs> Sam. Uh, Sam. Uh, Sam Rockwell. Uh, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. <laughs> yeah. Rain Wilson is also yeah, Rain around. Rain Wilson is in this in an early career. Um, uh-huh. else? There's a bunch of people in it. I'm pulling up the, the IMDb right now. Bunch so of great actors. A bunch of great actors. Uh, uh, the guy who plays Mathazar 
uh, who's like a sitcom guy who's very funny in this. He's not just uh, a sitcom oh, guy. He also played a mobster in a show that I watched one time, and he was a hitman. He was very scary. Nice. Enrico Colatoni. Yes, he's great. Daryl Mitchell. Can't forget him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a fun... fun. Justin oh, Long, and, uh, Justin too. Long's in it. Yeah, he's great in it. Yeah, it's a lot of good stuff in this movie, honestly, um, to say the least. Great movie. Anyway, like, what do I? What? Um, what more do I say? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I think this this, this deserve, definitely deserves to be on the top twenty five list. I personally would have put this a lot higher. I would on, have too. Um, I'm surprised it was so low. Yeah, um, but there is a lot of sci fi out there. Mm-hmm. And the other thing too about Galaxy Quest is that no matter how many times I've seen it, I always laugh at it. Mm-hmm. There's always something totally. new or something that a line that hits me differently that I've never heard before. Or like mm-hmm. a moment, like, and it still doesn't matter. Every single time they're taking the ship out for the first time, and they have that long, extended, like, scrape sequence where everybody's just yeah. like, ah, like, it gets me every time. It's such a, um, it's the script of the movie is so cleverly written. Um, it un, it like subverts a lot of expectations. Um, I love uh it just the fact that tim allen's character is so like jaded and so egotistical that he thinks he can just hop in this and just do it yeah and he's so bad at it (laughs) but like but i also love that like his sort of uh overzealous kind of like optimism is ultimately what kind of holds them together yes like it just it's just such a a, a, it's just it's 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 star trek but this is why i would have put it higher because it's like it's all it's a an amazing parody satire whatever you want to call it um but it also is just an amazing sci-fi movie (laughs) like it just it is a good sci-fi movie (laughs) if you drop if you dropped this movie Mm -hmm. in a universe where there was no star trek Mm -hmm. people would still find this movie funny yeah, because it's not a it's not a it's not a um, it's not a parody in the sense like where it's just like it's making jokes because there's not a ton of jokes in it. There's funny stuff, but like it's not like a Blazing Saddles. You know what I mean? It's not like right. we're just doing bits within this genre. Right. Like, no, they're actually making a movie and it's like really good. <laughs> yeah. No, there's an entire through plot and everything. Yeah, it's not. It's yes. like sketch bits held together by a loose plot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, Which they I made a real don't get movie. Me wrong, I like movies like that, but you know, hundred percent. Yeah, it's time and place. You know, this yeah, is, it's this not. Movie it's not Robin Hood be, Men in Tights. <laughs> exactly. This man, movie manages to be very, very cohesive. Yeah, as well, and and stands alone, independent of this, of like the the subject matter that it is uh, lifting from. You know, and a a lot of it. I mean, I would say for me, all of it works still but like uh, even the cgi that you know obviously is dated it still holds up like they didn't do anything too far outside of their abilities to where when no. you watch it now you're like yikes that looks terrible like no, most of it looks great still yeah yeah, yeah it looks really good love it mm-hmm. all, right, all right what do we got 24 next? 24 is wally from 2008 mm. Um. Yeah. Uh, Finding Nemo's Andrew Stanton went from deep sea to deep space for this delightfully warped trek, seen through the eyes of a trash bot tasked with cleaning up a centuries later Earth smothered in garbage. Um, I saw this movie late. I never saw it when it first came out. Mm, okay. Um, I wa- I watched it like maybe a few years ago, like for the first time on Disney Plus. Uh, not on Disney Plus. Uh, probably before Disney Plus. I maybe on DVD or like maybe it was streaming on Netflix well, or something back in the day. Well, was it Hassan? 
I don't what remember. Media did you consume it on? <laughs> we must know. But I definitely did not see this in theaters. Um, okay. But you it think, is being a little older coming to the game. What'd you think? I think it's good. I'm surprised they made it. Um, Why? Because it, it it's not really the subject matter and the themes of it is not really like for kids. <laughs> like it's all about existential, like sort of <laughs> like it's sort of like um, it's a movie about like discontent with the status quo and like it's a, it's a commentary on like where we're headed quote unquote as a society and those are big ideas for kids and you know it's cute looking and like you know there's fun little bits that happen but like it's a very like weighty like i think the messaging of the movie is very weighty and more for adults and it's kind of weird and there's like not a ton of characters it's a weird movie that i think for what I think of of Pixar, it's a weird movie for them to like do, but I'm glad they made it because I like it a lot. It's my favorite Pixar movie. Yeah, not to sound it's like good. a pretentious dick bag, but like, because, yeah. because, But the reason why I like it is because all of the things you've said. Yeah. Every time I watch it, those are the reasons why I like it. It's because it mm. is not a Pixar film. Yeah, no, it's good. It's 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 definitely very different. Um, it feels like they were just like just trying shit back then, which is cool. Well, it's almost um, they, like they were like, let's make a more intelligent movie for a change. Yeah, yeah. You know, not that Pixar makes stupid, unintelligent movies. It's Pixar. Yeah. You know, like they. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Sure. Well, they used to. Spe- um, well, especially back then, they knew exactly yeah, what they were why doing. I in, they used to. <laughs> yeah. Covering yeah. myself for a second. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I don't know. It's just. Even with the way that they, they deal with major themes, like in Up, right? Mm-hmm. Up, to me, also doesn't really feel like a Pixar movie. No. You know? Mm-mm. But like... Like, yeah, I know exactly what you mean by that. Yeah. But I think that's also why Up is good. You know? Yeah, I just, yeah, I think they were just taking... Like, it just seemed like they were trying more stuff back then. And yeah. like now, they they've kind of like dialed in their formula so down to a T that like the movies don't feel as creative as they used to. You yeah, know what they mean? feel hollow. It just feels like the same movie with like a different aesthetic every yeah. time. <laughs> oh, cool. We're going to go on an adventure and learn the same freaking lesson. Yeah. Cool. Yep. yep. Being friends Great. with people is better than not being friends with people <laughs> is the message of these movies now. People and... are bad. They're just misunderstood. Oh, yeah. Good. Yep. Yeah, that's kind of what they've become. That's what I like um, to turn around and go, but what about the people that actually are bad? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I did see Soul. I, I like Soul oh, a lot. Soul Soul. Felt, I haven't seen Soul yet. Soul, it definitely feels like more akin to this, to Wally, than it does like okay. the modern Pixar stuff. Okay. Yeah, Soul was good. All right. All right. Um, yeah. Um, cool. All right, what do we got at 23? Oh, 23. I was daydreaming about stuff. Uh, X Machina. <laughs> Ex Machina. Yes. Um, of course, this is from Alex Garland uh, of uh, Annihilation and uh, an the writer of 28 movie, Days yes. Later. Um, Is it? I don't... I'm going to look it up. think so. I don't think so. It might be, but I don't think so. <laughs> and the only reason I don't think so is because it seems like a little too... Like, the budget seems a little high for an A24 movie, mm. but I could be wrong about that. While I look this up, let's keep talking. Um, uh, this movie introduced me to Oscar Isaac, I believe. Ha, ha, um, ha, A24 films. Is it? Wow. Yes, sir. This, 
This this might be. Was this their most successful film? This was one of the early like big swingers. Yeah, because this this I know this movie did really well. This is one of the splashy ones, like the, yeah, the big ones that because they came out with like what I would call their A list level stuff, you know? Yeah, which was yeah. like Midsummer and yes. like that kind of quality. Uh, yeah, are they hered- is hereditary? Them too. Hereditary, yeah. Hereditary. Yeah, yeah. Um, with them, but this was one of those ones that like was right kind of before. Now everybody's like, "Ooh, a twenty four. This was, who, who is yeah. this studio? Like, I was very much just like, "Okay, I like this production <laughs> yeah. company. They do good stuff." <clears throat> yeah, interesting this, uh, stuff to me. Yes, hundred percent. This movie, I th- I believe, introduced me to Oscar Isaac. Mm-hmm. Either this or that, um, or Star Wars. But this one, uh, this one made me be like, "Oh, this guy's a good actor." Oh yeah, this uh, for me, I was like, <laughs> "Okay, cool. This is one hundred percent." My intro to Oscar Isaac, and I like him. Yeah. Uh, It also, like, feels like my introduction to Donald Gleeson, but I know he was in an episode of Black Mirror, but this feels like a breakout thing for him. Alicia Vikander, too. Like, this, I know this was a big deal for her career. Mm -hmm. Um, This movie's really good. It is. Uh, It's it's a really harrowing horror-ish, thriller-ish sci-fi movie, and it's it's very good. It's disturbing (laughs) on multiple levels. Yes. Um, yeah, it asks a lot of really big questions, but in a way that feels like uh, relatable and feels like you can handle it. And, and, and it's, it's very, it's a very well done movie. Yeah. Very well done. Yeah. Um, it looks good too. Like, like all the CGI looks amazing. Um, yeah, it's great. I love this movie. (laughs) I love Ex Machina. I should watch it again soon. Yes. Um, okay. Number 22, we have... Christopher <laughs> Nolan. We have Christopher Nolan's Inception from 2010. Um, Hans Zimmer's, you know, yeah, Hans Zimmer's Inception soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, that I mean has since been copied a billion times. Oh my god! Anytime uh, there's like gravity needs a okay. Blah, I'm like, oh. yeah. I mean, I guess Even, it's better than just like like a kazoo or something like yeah. that. But like, you know, come on, yeah. Man. Even his uh, that that song that plays at the end where they're all waking up that time music that has uh-huh. been used in all over the place. Oh, it's been replicated and used everywhere. His use of I think eighths or eighteenths, mm-hmm. something like that. Whatever mm-hmm. his like, yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it's everybody's like, oh, I'm gonna do it. I'm like, you're it's, you're just yeah. copying Hans Zimmer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. The, this movie we uh, went and saw this movie together. We did. I remember that. Um, I would put this movie a lot higher than 22. Oh, yes. Because I think this movie is probably... I would dare call this movie the the quintessential sci-fi movie of the 2010s. Um, this feels like... I can't I think of another... I don't know if I would agree with you because I'd need to see a list, but I'm not disagreeing with you on that yeah I, like, yeah, I know like, what you I, mean. I think you're right. I would just yeah. need to see a list of the just the list of the other movies. Sure, before I, yeah. Before I like definitive was definitively like yeah. pegged it to the board, you know. Yeah, because to me it feels like after this movie, sci-fi was it, it was like different. Like it, you know what I mean? Like it just feels yeah. like this movie was like, no, this is what sci-fi is now, and we're doing it this way. Um, I, this movie was huge. Um, I remember watching this movie and coming out of the theater with you and being like. I, I don't know what I just watched. Like oh, no, what? Like I felt if, the same way. I felt changed. <laughs> yeah, I was like something was. Different. I didn't know a movie could move me like this. <laughs> no, I walked out and I was like, I literally felt like something was different in my soul. It was like, okay, yeah. 
Yeah. Yes. Uh, nothing can recreate watch the feeling of watching this movie for the first time no. and like feeling like you've been on this crazy journey, but it was all a dream the whole time. And that should feel cheap, but it does not in no, this movie. It feels so like, oh my effective. god. <laughs> yeah. It's so like effective. to the point that you start questioning your own reality. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man. man what a great movie. A, that hallway fight scene will oh, live yes. on forever. Well, dude, I remember when the city was folding in on itself. Like up to that point, we had never seen anything like nothing, that in a movie. Nothing like, like it, that had ever happened in a film before. It was crazy, man. Uh, yeah, that movie is. It, yeah, it's nuts. Everyone's Just performance all the is really weird good. Messing with reality, like the what was the at the the where they walk up to the they're under that bridge in France, and he opens it the a door mirror instead. Yeah, it's the just mirror. Like, what is happening? <laughs> Uh, yeah, everybody's performance is great. I think it gave us uh, a new look at Joseph Gordon-Levitt, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Leonardo DiCaprio kills it, obviously. Marion Cotillard. All the usual sort of Christopher Nolan su- uh, suspects that we now know as like, great Early actors are doing Hardy great joined. in this. Early Tom Hardy in this. Uh, there's just a lot of good stuff happening. A lot of good stuff happening in this movie. Killian <laughs> um, Murphy gives a great performance oh, as like the mark the of the cast? movie. Yeah. Ken Watanabe, like Ken Watanabe's in this. Yeah, great. great. Yeah, it's everyone's like, great. Assemble me. I would literally go assemble me the perfect cast. If you gave that yeah. to me, I'd be like, woohoo! Yeah, <laughs> Michael Caine. We're Michael gonna make Caine. a movie. <laughs> like, yes, uh, Michael Caine's in this, yes. giving a, a great performance. Every, yeah, dude, it's well, just it's a great like, movie. It's grimy. It's heisty. It's reality bending. It's like it's everything you want to see. It's like oh, it's so good, so mm-hmm. good. Yeah, it's so good. Okay, we should move on, otherwise we'll just keep repeating it so good yes. over and over again. Um, all right, so we have... I'm surprised it's this low. Everything, mm-hmm. everywhere, all at once on number 21. I also am very surprised it's this low. Uh, I would have put this much higher. Uh, another A24 movie, I might add. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. I'm going to keep track of how many A24 movies there are on this list that we know of. Um, that We've gotten two so far? Yep. My guess is probably four. We're going to probably see four A24 movies. Because I think we're definitely... I think we're going to see Annihilation on this list. Okay. Um, And if Arrival's A24, which I think it is, it must be on this list as well. But we'll see. My guess is four. Um, Yes, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, It is... uh, uh, It took home seven Academy Awards. Uh, (laughs) It gave us Michelle... One of probably Michelle Yeoh's best performance of her career. Uh Um, I'm just speculating because I have not seen every Michelle Yeoh film. I have not Um, either. I've seen a fair amount. Yes. she's great, but this one, for me, so far, is the best. Yeah. Like, she... and, And she... I love that... So, in a lesser movie, her character would have been... Um have less layers to her and would have been much more likable at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But I think um, she's allowed to be a real person and allowed to have flaws. And she's kind of mean to her daughter at first. And she kind of is a mean lady and mm-hmm. like, it, and, and not in a cartoony way where like, Ew. she's not mustache twirly, but no. like in a way that feels real. She's uh, not can, villainous. No, 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 no. She's great in this. Yeah. Like she, she's, she, her performance is, Fantastic. Kihu uh, Kwan is just Ugh, a gem. The, from yeah, start he's a to gem in this movie. Everything he does. <laughs> oh, that man. Yeah, that man. he's he's you know what? Phenomenal in this. Genuinely think I might be in love with that man. 
Yeah. <laughs> He he just seems like the kindest man of all time. Didn't think I thought my type was big beefy like muscle dudes, truthfully, but honestly, yeah. like after seeing A seeing him just as a person and B seeing him in a tux and everything, I'm like, I might be gay for Kihei Kwan. Yeah, dude, that that tux, that those tux sequences are some of my favorite sequences in the movie when mm-hmm. they're just having those heartfelt kind of conversations. Uh it's such and it's such a they kind of use that reality to like handle a lot of the more dramatic conversations. And I love that because the characters themselves are so wealthy and uh, kind of distant that like they're able to deliver those lines of dialogue in a way that is like, it almost is like subverting that expectation of like to have the most glib versions of themselves deliver like be being the ones to make these like really deep emotional revelations mm-hmm. is such a cool choice yes. um that I just loved it I loved it I loved everything about this movie I was in I was like how did they make this movie like <laughs> like cuz oh, it was yeah. a, it was a movie that they made during covid so I'm like I don't understand how they made this movie I don't understand the like Stephanie Shu, the daughter, the villain of the film, she is, is amazing, amazing in this. It's just, oh, dude, it's I'll so watch good. Anything she's in, yeah, anything. It, she's it, in. It's so good. Like the, the 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 mechanics of all of it and how it works and and the the going between consciousnesses and all that. Yeah, like it's just something that's so chaotic and crazy. It just flows so. Yeah, well. you never lose track of what's going on in a, in a movie where there's a million things going on on screen at once. Like it, it just the fight scenes are incredible. Um, the stunt teams are insane. Like, it's just, it's so good. It's such a good movie. <laughs> yep. Well, yep, that's our key to move on. We've said it so yeah. good about three times. Um, yep. All right. Uh, we RoboCop 1987 yes! is at number 20. If the new yep. remake gets higher than 20, I will be... There's no way. Hit. There's no way. There's no way. But yeah. I will go into Angry Uncle Corner so quick. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, dude, RoboCop. Mm-hmm. RoboCop. Love this movie. This movie was on TV when I was a kid. Obviously, mm-hmm. it was edited, but oh, I love this movie. Yep. Uh, Paul Verhoeven classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this movie's great because uh, like like other Paul Verhoeven movies, like it, it works well as just a straight-up sci-fi action movie, but it also has a lot of satire going on. Yep. Kurtwood um, Smith is the bad guy? Yeah, Kurtwood Smith. <laughs> mm, Kurtwood Smith. America's 2070s dad? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, this is there's so much. I mean, it holds up. A lot of this still holds up. Um, the violence is insane. It's so uh, Maybe I'll watch it's just this great... one. I don't know. I'm just gonna say <laughs> this again. I have too many options. I'm glad these are coming up now, though. You know what? I think I, I haven't seen this movie in about five years. I'm gonna rewatch that today. Yeah, RoboCop's yeah. great. Yeah, it's a I good, don't. Easy, I don't have fun one that I can just kind of honestly get high and be like, "Woo, let's do yeah. this." and and um, twenty feels feels about right for me this for this is movie. Perfect for RoboCop. Yeah, hundred percent. This is what I'm talking about. This is the tw- yep. this is what the twenties are for. Not like Oscar winning art pieces that elevated right. the form. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, what, what do we got at 19? Uh, Back to the Future from 1985. Um, mm-hmm. I hope that always stays. That I hope we always never need to list the version of Back to the Future that we're watching because I hope they never <laughs> right. make it in my lifetime. Right. If they do after I die, I don't care. Go for it. But I yeah, I don't. I can see them. Here's why I, I don't can see, see them trying. Yeah. I don't think. Here's why. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they would. I think this is this might be the one property, and and I may be giving them too much credit, but I think this may be the one property they leave alone forever. 
when they um, mind everything else, they will come for Back to the Future. Because <laughs> I feel like it's one of the few movies for, like that from this era that still makes a ton of money, like in mm-hmm. like syndication and streaming and stuff like that. I don't think you need because I don't think you can recreate the magic of this at all. No, like I just don't think you can do that. No, it's um, lightning in a bottle. Yeah, you can't really because I don't think if you make this movie now, it doesn't really work. No, because if they you made know it what I mean? now, what you'd have to do is it's, you still have to set it. Back then. Back then. Yeah. Because it yeah. doesn't work going from now, because it'd be the 90s. Yeah, you'd have to set it in the 80s and then have them. You can't make a modern Back to the Future movie. No. It just doesn't work. In yeah, a world where there's cell phones and the internet. 1990. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cell phones like, would solve like half the problems in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really work what now. what I love about someone pointed out to, to me about Friends. They were like, yeah, Friends would be a lot less dramatic show if they all just had cell phones. And I was like, that's very true. That, oh, man, there's so many movies that completely fall apart if they have cell phones or GPS. <laughs> or like what we talked about, Blue Beetle. It's the same thing. Like, what? You're losing the house and the automotive shop? It's like, you have the internet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. You would be yeah. a god to primitive people. How do you not know about what's go- what your family's going through? Yeah. Um, anyway, what do you say about Back to the Future? It's like absolute classic. Yeah, you classic, know, like, iconic. Anyone that disagrees, fight me on it. Yeah. You know? Um, You'll be in the minority. Yeah. Like, that's all yes. I'm saying. You're not wrong, you're uh, just in the minority. Um, and so good. The, and I do think, even though I do think this is kind of low number for Back to the Future, I understand it because I don't necessarily think of Back to the Future as a sci-fi movie. Same. You know what I mean? It's more of a it's more of a sci-fi fantasy movie. Yes, I agree. Uh, it's you know what I mean. It's more. It's not really about the science fiction of it all. Like that's just the MacGuffin to get us to the mm-hmm. adventure. Um, so yeah, it's more of an yeah. adventure movie than it is like a sci-fi movie. But yeah, it definitely deserves to be on the list, and I think 19 is a good spot for I it. I love that. Speaking of Back to the Future, before quick before we transition, um, mm-hmm. a, num- a couple of years ago, I was in Vegas and I was going out through the. Um, valet area of the caesar's palace and Mm -hmm. someone had parked their fully movie uh back to the future two or three i can't remember i think two movie accurate delorean outside of the deal (laughs) and they just left it parked there because it's like yeah why not people can look at it the valet guys but when they do get to park it i was talking to the valet guy i was like do any of you get to drive it and he's like yeah we sometimes do i was like oh do you just have fist fights over who gets? These? He's like, oh, yeah. he's like, yes. He's like, there are screaming matches, like in front of guests. Yeah. He's like, yep. people have been fired over who gets to drive. Like, right. I believe that. It's like I, I totally would 100 be gouging out eyeballs to get my hands on that car. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, eighteen. We got Close Encounters of the Third Kind from 1977. Absolutely, Richard Dreyfus. Yes, Steven Spielberg. Uh, Steven Spielberg doing it. Um, yeah, true, true sci-fi movie. Alien. I think this is the first eight like extraterrestrial movie on the list. Yes, so um, far it is the first extraterrestrial movie on the list. Yeah, this movie's great. Uh, Steven Spielberg managed to make a blockbuster movie out of you know a bunch of people talking about lights in the sky, which yeah. is in- insane. Yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is a great movie. He also it's, made it's it very ex- terrifying. Yes, it like, is a very terrifying movie. Very scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this is... I don't like watching it, truthfully, because it is one of those few movies that, like, they're rare, but it is one of those yeah. few movies that weirdly gives me nightmares. 
Yeah. Totally. And it, and it, it kind of, I mean, I think this movie is very important for sci-fi movies going forward because it really like, it's like, it's a sci-fi movie, but it's not necessarily, it, it's about how what's going on outside is affecting this small group of people. Right. And that, like, that was not necessarily the main focus of sci-fi movies to this point. It was more about, like, what's the spectacle? Yeah, up and, until uh, 77. Yeah, what's the spectacle? <laughs> Look at the alien! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is more so about, like, hey, there's lights in the sky and it's doing weird shit and uh, our family is affected by this. And also you might uh, let's, let's focus on that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the other reason why I don't watch this movie and I don't really watch... Like, I'll watch, like, Alien and stuff because it's different, but, like, alien abduction movies I don't really tend to watch because they give me nightmares. And I figure mm-hmm. if I don't watch them and then I don't have nightmares about it, if I do suddenly have a nightmare about being abducted by aliens, I can mm-hmm. probably chalk that up to the fact that that might not be a nightmare. Yeah. If I don't typically have nightmares about a dub- abduction scenario. So that's why I don't mm-hmm. do it, just in case they try to take me and probe me. Yeah, I think uh, yeah this th- this movie laid the groundwork for like a lot of sort of modern alien movies. Uh, yeah, I think I I think of Signs as like the spiritual kind of like offspring of this movie because mm-hmm. um, it's a very similar vibe and like yeah, I'll, it's like it, the aliens are informing the family drama at the center of it, um, yes, and it just exactly. works. Mm-hmm. Uh, and War of the Worlds, which will probably be on this list as well. Absolutely. Oh, oh my God. We... If, if Signs ends up on this list above Close Encounters, I will, again, angry Uncle Corner. I'm trying not it to. It probably We're will. We're trying to stay calm. We're trying to stay calm. As we um, get up, honestly, if there are these gems at the bottom, I'm like, there's got to be some just non-hits at the top. Like, you don't know. There's got to be at least at least two or three that you're like, what? Yeah, um, oh, I will. I will. You will hear, I will take my headset off. I will walk away from a microphone, and you will hear me from a distance just go, what? How many Spielberg uh, sci-fi movies do you think are on this list? Ooh, good question. You think question. all his sci-fi movies? I don't know. Let's add to the tally count, man. Yeah, I think this is the first one, right? First Spielberg? Yes. All right. I'm going to say... Think we're gonna see ET? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I if think Back we to the are. Future's on there with sci-fi yeah, fantasy. Yeah, that's bet, true. You bet your ass, ET's. I think be we're gonna there. see three three Spielberg movies. I think cool. we get this, think we get ET, and War okay. of the Worlds. I'm putting down your prediction. So your A24 one you said was it's four. four. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. And then the Spielberg is three. three. Okay, great. Yep. Awesome. We cool. What do we got one. at 17? Excellent. All right. So at number 17, we have The Day the Earth Stood Still from 1951. Mm-hmm. Which I have never seen this version watch it, of dude. it. You classic. Okay. Like, yeah. just at this point, it's just a classic piece. It's it's film history. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah. Yeah, the remake in, in 2008 was not great. Um, <laughs> no, it Even was though not it great. had our boy Keanu in it. <laughs> yeah. Love him as the harbinger of doom. However, mm-hmm. just was not a hit. Um, but this one is great. I had to watch this for a uh, sci-fi class in college. Okay. Yeah, that was great. A great now, class. I, I, yeah, I mean, it sounds like it. Um, yeah, uh, I have not seen this, but um, I've heard good things, and some. Good. I've seen a lot of the imagery from it, and it does have some very iconic images. Yes. So I definitely should watch this. You talk um, about something that changed the game. You said that, what? You talk about something that changed the game. That's a film oh, yeah, that changed yeah. the game. That's yeah. the that's like what Inception did. It was like we're doing this now, mm-hmm. and it was like oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, based on the uh, the the radio plays, um, mm-hmm. 
which I remember listening to a podcast about the about the remake movie, and then they were giving context with like the radio play, and like the radio play I believe was Orson Welles um, oh, for War of the Worlds. Yes. Yes. Oh no yes, no no! There. Was it War of the Worlds or the Day the Earth Stood Still? Orson Wasn't that also War of the Worlds was a radio play done by Orson Welles. Oh okay. Oh then maybe so. Oh then maybe uh maybe that's what I'm thinking of instead of this. I'm sorry. Confusing I my confusing my sci-fi. I can't sci-fi. remember about War of the Worlds, but there's a rumor. I can't remember if they debunked it, but when I was a kid, I was told. Mm-hmm. And again, this is one of those things because I grew up in the '90s where you just believe something until you died. <laughs> right. Um, <clears throat> uh, I was told that people that didn't hear that it was a radio play tuned into their radios and started like freaking out that it was an actual yeah. like invasion by aliens mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So we've yeah. already had that, which is why I think it's funny when the government was like, "See," we were like, "Yeah." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> You're lucky we're not freaking out right now. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, War of the Worlds. Um, yeah, I gotta watch this. Um, number sixteen, Terminator Two, Judgment Day. I am upset <laughs> that it is not even in the top ten. Yeah, especially if they put the first one above it. That's gonna be very interesting. This is better than the first one. We all know it. Yeah, they 100%. both deserve to be on this list. <laughs> I w- I will say, if no, I guess they're about. I was gonna say the second one feels like less of a sci-fi movie than the first one, but I think they both are the same level of like non really like because I I also don't think of these as sci-fi you movies, even though they movies. are. Yeah, they're more action movies to me, but they are sci-fi movies. Sure. Uh, um, yeah, I think this probably deserves to be higher. I definitely think it deserves to be higher than the first one, but we'll see wh- yeah. where they end up putting that sure. one. Um, um, yeah, this movie's great. This movie is uh, just all out awesome. <laughs> yeah, I love it's this fantastic. Movie. All right, should we do a tally for James Cameron? Ooh, sci-fi that's movies? actually a really good point. <laughs> yes, because alien, Aliens could be on there. Aliens, Avatar. A- um, if they fucking put Avatar in the top ten, I'm going to lose it, dude. <laughs> I'm it's sorry. definitely going to be on this list. It is. I don't on know this if it's going to be. Of course, it's going to be on this list. I yeah. know that. I don't have a problem with the first one being on this list. You should yeah. have the first one on this list. You yeah. should have it in like the bottom ten. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, I, I would agree with that. It's not like, like, <clears throat> the difference is, is that Inception is a well-written movie. Yeah. Avatar is not. Yeah. I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say three three James Cameron movies. Okay. I would agree with you. I think three James Camerons is, but honestly, that would be a really fun rating system for us. But like, how many James Camerons do you give it? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <How> <laughs> when we watch Cameron's? action movies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Terminator 2 is great. Um, the, the T-1000 is one of the best movie villains of all the time. The liquid metal Terminator was one of the <laughs> scariest things when I was a kid. And liquid I remember metal. watching it. I remember watching this movie with my cousins, the cool cousins that I could get away with stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, my cousin Chad, and uh, we were watching it, and I was like, "This is cool." And then he melted through the bars, and my brain was like, "Oh no, mm-hmm. no, 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 no! I'm not okay with this." The scene that the scene that stuck in my head when I, uh, as a child, when I saw this, 
was when he's talking to the T-1000 on the phone and, and he thinks he's talking to his parents. And he's like, and he's like, about. let me let me talk to him. He's like, how's Fifi? He's like, Fifi's fine. Your family is dead. And then yeah, they show the T one thousand. That's the his scene spike I'm talking is about. Through the head, mm-hmm. yeah. His arm turned into a spike, and the no through the milk carton or the orange yeah, juice through carton the carton. through the dude's head into the cabinet like that. I was yeah. like, <gasps> again, we have changed the game. Yes. Um, yes, I love 100%. the Terminator franchise so much. It's such a mess, but uh, I love it. Anything that's like, robots are going to kill you. It's like robot assassins from the future are going to kill you. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's so Give good. It to me. Liquid metal. Oh, uh, so good. Well, that's my right, third what, so good, so we should probably yeah. move on. <laughs> What's in 15? Oh, uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers from 1956. Yet another mm-hmm. piece of cinema science fiction classics. If yep. Again, if you haven't watched it, I highly recommend that you do. Um, it's such a good movie. And yeah. It, again, uh, very, again, one of those that very much creeped people out to the point where they were like, oh, geez, like my brain is different now. Yes, and and, and and similar to the way uh, our generation sci-fi tends to be a lot about AI and the, the f- fears around AI, this was obviously about communism and about McCarthyism and mm-hmm. not trusting your neighbor, mm-hmm. um, think, you know, thinking that your neighbor has been seduced into a hive sorry, mind. Thinking of, that your neighbor is a communist? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Red Scare. The Red Scare. Yeah. <laughs> They're inside the walls of America. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, this is very much about that. And um, I s- have seen this. I remember this is one of the movies that, like, I <laughs> I used to watch Turner Classic Movies as a kid just because Me I found... two. Yeah, I found black and white shit uh, very calming because I would watch um, The Twilight Zone. And I was like, oh, this is this is cool. This is like, <laughs> I want to watch this. Oh, yeah, Twilight uh, Zone's great. It's good, like, yeah. low, like, low and slow, like, easy, like, horror. Yeah, like, the episodes are really short. All of yeah. a sudden, your brain goes, "But what if you're not?" And you're like, "Oh God!" And that's the best part about the Twilight Zone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is just, uh, yeah, this is just a great movie and and you know a quintessential sci-fi movie for sure. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. All right. At number fourteen, another movie I have not seen: uh, Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan, Khan! from 1982. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I have not seen this. Uh, if you've seen it, maybe you can speak more to it. But I, I have not. I've not seen this one. I have. I don't know what it. What new things it brought to the sci-fi uh, landscape? Yeah, I think everybody was just impressed that they finally made a cohesive, like big Star Trek movie. But I yeah. will always say that for me, the reason why I like Star Wars more than the Star Trek movies is because more stuff happens in Star Star Wars. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Star Trek to me is kind of boring. Yeah, as I'm, I was always more of a uh, obviously because of when I grew up, I was more of a next generation Star Trek fan. Yes, me too. So, I, so Picard is my captain of the Enterprise. One hundred percent, I would die for Picard. Yes, you Picard, need me to put Data. on a red shirt and go down to the surface of a planet. Give me a fucking blaster rifle and let's go, baby. Yeah. Like, so that's that's the Star die. Trek. Don't care. <laughs> For that's the Star. <laughs> that's the Star Trek I knew, which was also kind of boring, but that was the kind of show it yes. was trying to be. Yes. Um, which is fine. Um, it's like <laughs> to me, it's like the Frasier of sci-fi. You it know is. what I mean? <laughs> it's people in a room discussing race relations through the like, yeah. lens of like science fiction. Yes. <laughs> a lot of a lot of thinking. A lot of like. Mm-hmm. 
finger mm. pyramids in front of the yes. in front of the nose. It's you a know chess I mean? player's show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cerebral. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes. With good beards, great heads. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful I, large I, hair from the women. Yeah, exactly. Large hair. Great. God, next yeah. generation is a gem. It's a great show. I would, it's a great show. My mom and I would fold laundry and watch it at night. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Yeah, I I loved it. I loved that show. That um, great, dude. What uh, do we got yeah, at anyway, Star Trek Two. It's fine. Um, I'm just yeah. gonna be a blasphemous pos and say I like the the J.J. Uh, Abrams reboots better. Yeah, um, I mean, I I do too. I'm more familiar with just, them. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what you want from me. Star Trek just wasn't my thing. I am a weird kid in the sense that I like original, like Christmas lights as like as like laser barbed wire level like Star Trek. Uh-huh. You know, of the first, yeah. the the classic, the OG. And then yeah. I like Next Generation, and then I was like into Voyager and a little bit into Deep Space Nine, and then mm-hmm. after that, my love of Star Trek kind of stops. Mm-hmm. Like that's just where I'm like, okay, um, mm-hmm. but no, the new the 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 movies are worth it. Uh, I watched Star Trek Two not too long ago. It was fine. Mm-hmm. Do I think it deserves to be as far? No, you know. But honestly, fourteen for the love that it has and the like the the following that it has, I think 14's a fair place to put it. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, I, I, yeah it's fair. It seems fair to me. Yeah. Um, what do we got at 13? 13. No, I don't want to fill out your survey. Uh, Eternal Sunshine <laughs> of the Spotless Mind? Yes, Michelle Gondry, uh, yeah. written by Charlie Kaufman. Um, yeah, it's a sci-fi examination of love and obsession. I uh, wouldn't have put this in this list because I wouldn't have thought of it. But yeah, I don't, I don't think of it as a. Here. Yeah, I don't think of it as a sci-fi movie. I think of it more of a fantasy movie. But yeah, fantasy, I guess romantic. it is. Yeah, um, yeah, it's like a surrealist kind of. Yeah. Romance. Yeah, um, I like I like this movie. Um, I think Jim Carrey's great. I mean, Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet are very good in yes. this. But um, um, yeah, I think it's a bit high on this list, but uh, it's a great movie. Fantastic, and they're like <laughs> a lot of very really well done like in camera effects and stuff like that mm-hmm. that I think are are really really well uh, that hold up a lot um, uh, in this day and age. Yeah, it's a good movie. Um, here we go at number twelve, adding to the Steven Spielberg tally. E T E T, the extraterrestrial, the extraterrestrial. Yep, from nineteen eighty two. I have seen this movie a couple times. Um, yeah. Uh, it's definitely a sci-fi movie. Um, although it doesn't necessarily feel like one. It feels like more of like a, you know, sort of Child's coming of age. With an yeah, alien. child romp. Child's womp with a disfigured friend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, young child hangs out with burn victim. Yeah, young uh, disfigured child makes, makes friends and can go outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I like this movie. Um, it's good. Uh, it's good family fun. Memorable sequences and whatnot. Yep. It's good. Yeah. Digital update, for those of you that don't know, when they redid the update, they erased all of the guns out of the agent's hands and replaced them with walkie-talkies. Walkie-talkies. Like, just yep. let a movie be a movie. Stop editing yeah. it to, like, fit the time. Let it just be. It's That's what movies are. They're supposed to be time capsules of, like, our society, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Anyway, um, uh, do you remember the ride at Universal Studios? No. I've been to Universal Studios 
twice. One time when I was uh-huh. eight, one time in my 20s. That one, I remember when I was eight, they had the Back to the Future ride, which was awesome. And then the E.T. ride where you were all on bikes and you like flew around. It was a, um, yeah, you, it was like a top uh, rail ro- roller coaster. Not a oh. roller coaster, but top rail ride. And you would fly yeah. around at the space. It was like oh, dioramas. Okay. Like there are times when you're like in the woods and there's E.T.'s coming out of like a UFO and they're like waving at you. And you're like, oh, it's very fun. It was very great. Oh, it's kind of like the, um... like, wee. Yeah, it sounds fun. It's kind of like the um, the Peter Pan ride at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. It's a like the bit. Peter Pan ride, yeah. but with ET. And every so often, in your front basket, would be a little animatronic ET, and he'd be like, make sounds, and then his finger would point out, poke out, and like glow, and it's like, yeah, oh, that's cool, adventure. Yeah, it's fun time. <laughs> nice, fun yeah, good movie. Time, uh, a kind of like a, a landmark movie in our childhoods. Uh, yeah, great, great movie. Um, Eleven. Ooh. Aliens from 1986. Aliens. James Cameron back on the board, baby. Back on the board. Um, and how many James yeah, Camerons movie. would you give Aliens? <laughs> oh, I think this is probably the height of James Cameron. So I would give this maybe a 10, James, 10 out of 10 James Camerons. I would agree that this and True Lies might be the best movies that James Cameron has ever made. Yeah. Yeah. I rewatched True Lies more than this. I mm-hmm. would say I've probably seen True Lies a little okay. bit more than this. But um, yeah, I love this movie. It's great. See, I'm uh, opposite. I'm more aliens. Okay, that yeah. works. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, this movie's great. It's you know, it was a. Uh, it's probably one of the best sequels of all time. Oh. Um. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh. Yeah, this movie's great. Like Sigourney Weaver's killing it again. All the Marine dudes are are great. Bill Paxton uh, and Bill Paxton. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Bill Paxton, Paxton like, national treasure. Dude, his. <laughs> oh man, we have James Cameron to thank for Bill Paxton. Sure, because he's course, one of the yeah. punk rockers in the very beginning in the, uh, in the Terminator that are hanging out oh, by the Griffith right. Observatory. They like punches through the chest. He's the one mm-hmm. with the blue mohawk hair, spiky mohawk hair. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That was Bill like his Paxton. first real big like role. And then James Cameron liked him so much after other stuff. He was like, "Want to be in this?" And he's like, "Sure." Yeah. I like it, man. His uh, his uh, not Hicks Hudson. His character is uh-huh. great, when, especially when he starts to panic. Dude, Bill Paxton is great. Uh, he was uh, so I, like, to me, the movie Twister works because he's in it. Legit was thinking the same thing. I was like, I hope you mentioned Twister because that's, yeah, prime yeah, he's, Bill Paxton. Yeah, he's he's to me that's like that movie's the best use of Bill Paxton ever. Like he's just so like he's so good, man, at playing like the kind of the salt of the earth kind of. Every man charming, but every man but charming and like him and Dennis kind of Quaid. An, yeah, you, you say what? Him and Dennis Quaid. Yeah, Dennis They're Quaid. The two like too. every man kind of like yeah, it's like hot dad kind of like yeah, exactly. Yeah, like very very much wife, so hot dad. He's still gonna be yeah, fine. Yeah, their wives are always dead in in their movies. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they're the wife's either dead or like divorced because because like they they were an asshole uh, back in the day and now they they've changed. they've changed. Yeah, yeah. So they have a heart of gold now, and it's like yeah. she still won't. Well, or or maybe she wants to forgive him, but she can't because she already got remarried, and she's just yeah, like, exactly. oh Ed. If yeah. only you'd done this sooner. It's like ah, and, forgotten love. And her new and her new husband's either an asshole or he's like just like nerdy and not as cool as them. Like Judge, you know what uh, I mean? What's his face? <laughs> Judge Reinhold from the Santa Claus. Yeah. Hey man, how's it going? Exactly. Do you like my soft ass sweater? Yeah. <laughs> I am as non-threatening as you could possibly make anything. 
Exactly. Uh, no, he's great. Uh, uh, Bill Paxton is is phenomenal. He's great in this. This movie's great. It's so much fun. It's so good. Um, number 10, we got a movie I have not seen called Forbidden Planet. I also have not seen this. It's. <laughs> I'll read this. Uh, I'll read this from IGN. Um, would you like some Shakespeare with your sci-fi? Good, because that's what this 1956 trendsetter is. The Bards, uh, The Tempest, only re- relocated from an isolated island to an isolated planet. Also altered from the original play, Robbie the Robot has a bigger part. Oh, uh, I have seen... I've seen bits and pieces of this. Okay. I haven't seen the full movie, but I've seen clips and... Um, Yes, Robbie the Robot is very recognizable. Okay. Yes, I have seen bits and pieces of this. Yes, I have not seen the whole thing. My favorite uh, thing... Oh, Leslie Nielsen is in this. Yeah, so I'm looking at that now. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, uh, totally. Well, I'm looking at a photo right now. I'm like, yep, that's definitely Leslie Nielsen. Um, mm. uh, I love the name of the main actor. So, f- Main actor's real name, Walter Pigeon. Yeah, <laughs> Walter Pigeon. Plays a character called Doctor Morbius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. I had a really messed up thought when I was looking through the cast list. I'm like, wow, most of these people are dead. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, this is uh, yeah. I man, this is interesting. I kind of want to watch this now. I, know I need and to it's as in, well. It's in color too, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of movies at this time were. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Um, the Thing we have next at number nine from, 19- from 1982. Uh, um, huh. The first, I mean, this is, I think this is the first true horror movie on it, right? On the list. I mean, I guess Ex if Machina. you count. Oh, yes. Ex Machina. Yeah, that's true. This is the first creature feature, I would say. Or I mean, I guess aliens. Aliens. But, yeah, that's true. Okay. Aliens cool. is a but, lot of creature feature. <laughs> that's true <laughs> there's a lot of little Very ones true. and there's a big one at the end <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you need creature aliens is your movie yeah this one's great um this, this one is, is like okay go ahead sorry go go ahead i was gonna say this is like alien it's like alien meets uh invasion of the body snatchers uh because mm-hmm. the monster can look like anyone mm-hmm. um and it's a very paranoid movie because you don't know who's infected and who's not mm-hmm. um it's great it's a great movie this john is carpenter a great movie to me, this is one of the best movies. This is one of my top five favorite movies of all time. Wow. I love this movie like you would not believe. It changed my life. It's one of the movies that when I saw it at a younger age, it made me want to do movies. Mm-hmm. Like it's one of the it's one of the reasons why I went to film school. It's one of the reasons why I wanted to do it, is because it's so good. And it's so edgy and it's so unsettling and The writing is great, and the special effects, the practical special effects, are absolutely beautiful. Yeah, and the the setting in in sort of Antarctica is like genius. Isolated it just, Antarctica. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, and and the cold, the coldness of this movie is like something that sticks out in my head. It's very iconic, like the breathing and like all the jackets and like the aesthetic of being in a winter environment is like really a part of the like the fabric of this movie. Yes. Um, yeah, it's John Carpenter's best movie in my opinion. It like it's just it's, it's it's great. It's, it's so good. Uh, it's my favorite. It might be my favorite horror movie. Yep. Um, yeah, it's so good. Very good. Uh, what you got next? Eight. 
Planet of the Apes from 1968. You did it! You did it! Get your paws off me, you You damn damn dirty dirty apes! apes. (laughs) Yeah, this movie's great. I've seen this, but like as a kid on Turner Classic Movies, it's great. Who I am? I'm going to run the NRA one day. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Charlton Heston. Pretty much be what people know me for. Yeah. This movie's great. Uh, the effects are great. They it's were goofy. especially great. It's fun. Yeah, it's goofy. It's fun. The 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 ape masks were like a huge deal at the time. Oh man! Um, yeah. The fact that they could get the lips to uh uh to move even a tiny bit was like a huge deal back People then. People lost their shit. Like I remember uh like talking with my uncles and stuff, and they were like, "Oh my gosh!" Like when we we were like, "What is happening?" <laughs> yep. Like, yes, dude. That's what I love about it. Yeah, it is you can good. Freak people out with special effects. Let's go. <laughs> this movie takes place in 1972. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Uh, and he it flies away in 1972 and then goes through a time warp. Um, yeah, this is a good movie. Century. Mm-hmm. So we got a couple more million years to go. Yep. Uh, number seven is a movie called Metropolis from 1927. Yes, I've never seen this. This is another state-of-the-art practical effects, like, for the time, mm-hmm. mind-blowing thing. Again, I have not seen the whole bit mm-hmm. of this, but I've seen bits and pieces. Yeah. Of, like, so, a fair amount, just out of order. Yeah. So this is from 1927. It's a silent movie. Um, movies were still, they hadn't become talkies yet. Uh, Metropolis is not just a great sci-fi. I'm reading from IGN. Metropolis mm-hmm. is not just a great sci-fi film. It's easily one of the best films of the silent era. The movie presents a future so- a future society divided by class warfare, with the rich elite living in the towering skyscrapers above and the lowly workers toiling below. As a relic of the German expressionism movement, Metropolis shows impressive visual design and effects work. Yeah, it feels like Elysium. <laughs> you know what I mean? Elysium mm-hmm. feels like it was drawing from this. There's a lot of movies that kind of pull 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 from that but um yeah this is great uh i it looks looks cool the image that we got here looks interesting i want to um yeah i want to check this out yeah i need to i need to watch it um do you know that we're missing something close to like i think it's really high like 70 to 80 percent of silent film Really? They just the, the the reels have been lost to time. They've just been lost or destroyed or people didn't know what they had and they just got thrown right. in the trash or like yeah, it's just yeah. It's, we're missing so much silent film. Oh, I wonder what movies have existed that That's like we we we've never seen, you know? Right? <laughs> no one knows exists anymore. That's right, crazy. Right? Yeah, like oh yeah. Like what characters and actors do we not know about? I know. Um, uh, next yes. on the list, what do we got? Star Wars episode 5, The Empire Strikes Back. Yes, uh, we hadn't seen any Star Wars to this point, which was surprising to me. Um, I'm not surprised. They're all garbage, except for this one. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Do you think we'll see A New Hope on here? Uh, You know what? I don't think so. You don't think so? Okay, I don't think so. I don't think so, because I think this is the movie that everybody looks at, and they're like, this is the best one. Gotcha. Okay, cool. You know what I mean? It's the most complex. Mm -hmm. It's the darkest. It is the... Yeah. It's so... Yeah, uh, is this the one? Is this the one where Luke finds out Vader's his father? Or is yes. that the third one? This is the one. Okay, yeah, this is the one. Because s- he says, cuts his arm off. And then yeah. he's holding on. He's in cloud sit. He goes, "I am your father," and that's when he has yeah. the no, no, it's yeah. impossible. Yeah, 
Yeah. And then he launches himself <laughs> off the... He's just like, deuces, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I've seen this. Uh, I've seen all of them. But uh, again, I saw them all as, as a kid. So they all kind of... I don't know which together. one is which in my head. Sure. But, <laughs> so you have friends I, like me that have wasted so much of my life being able to categorize and catalog yeah. films for my friends truly to call me up and be like, hey, this movie? And I'd be like, oh, no, 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 that movie. And I'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, cool, thanks. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, this is a, this is a great, movie. A great um, movie. Yeah, I think this feels right where it's sitting. Um, number six. For in the, the legacy in, you know, that it's a part yeah. of. 100%. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I, Star Wars. What more can you say about Star Wars? <laughs> um, number, five. number five, we have The Matrix uh, from 1999. This feels right to me. It's place on the list. Um, and my, for my money, this is ugh, Top probably five my favorite sci-fi movie and, and probably the best sci-fi movie of all time. Um, I'm interested. I have not looked ahead on this list, so I'm interested to see what yeah, the top four either. are. Yeah, I don't know. But because um, for my money, this is the best sci-fi movie of all time. But um, yes, what more can you say about The Matrix than it is a, in my mind, the true definition of a masterpiece. It's two people who set out with a very specific vision, captured that vision as good as it could be, and everyone loved it. Like, yes. you can't ask more from a movie than that. No. You know what I mean? Nope. Nope, you win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Congratulations, you did you're it. done. You win. You did it forever. You made the um, art form that made the money. You are awesome. Now go use that money money to live your life and just yes. be yourselves. Also, it's a, it's a... Did. Yes, it is a movie that is as interested, if not more interested, but as interested about the sort of philosophical questions the science fiction is asking as it is the action. Uh, which I've never seen before. So it's like some of the best action, especially at that time, some of the best action you've ever seen in a movie, but also like some of the deepest questions being asked at the same time. It's like, oh my God, what is happening? Asking philosophical (laughs) questions during action sequences? I'm like, yeah, exactly. "Mm, That is how you get people to think. Good job. Mm -hmm. Good job. Slip it in. You got it's like It's like when I feed my pills to Charlie. I got to wrap it in cream cheese. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Wrap your philosophy in action. <laughs> yes. People get um, this, this movie gave gave us so much cool shit. It gave us oh. bullet time. It oh. gave us key, it gave us like modern Keanu Reeves essentially. So like, many <laughs> things from this movie. Or so many yeah. things in film now. Mm-hmm. And modern act modern action films, science fiction, uh, superhero yep. movies, all of this stuff. They, they owe it all. It all falls yes. back to this movie. Like yes. Modern film changed when this movie came out. Yes. Like I went to go see this when I was in eighth grade, and I was just mm-hmm. a stupid kid. I was like, yes. oh, wow, this is great. Like, <laughs> yeah. guns yeah. and shit. This is amazing. So the philosophy mm-hmm. didn't really, like, hit home for me. That's been of something, course not. Like, yeah. as I've grown up, I've appreciated. Totally. But, like, still, even when I walked out, I was like, oh, something is different now. Yes. Like, films are, are going to be different now. You know, Dude, it gave us it paved oh, sorry, the way. It paved yeah. the way for so many changes and so many like modernizations of yes. the of the genre of the genres mm-hmm. that it that it straddles. You know, mm-hmm. that just I I if it wasn't in the top five again, I was going to Uncle Corner at real like and yeah, I, that, it would Uncle be totally Corner, insane. I would, it wouldn't even be. It would be. Oh, and then all you'd hear is typing on my end, and you'd be like, Derek, I'd be talking, you'd be like, Derek, what are you like? I'm filing a complaint email to IGN. 
Like it's <laughs> yeah. going to be about 15 pages long. It would be a paper explaining about the, why they didn't. You know, it's like that yeah. would be the level of Uncle Corner I would go on. <laughs> yes. It's like, fine, I'm going to yep. nuke you now. Yeah, in terms of world building, it's one of the best movies to do that. It gave us one of the best sci-fi villains of all the time, all time in Agent Smith. Oh, one um, of the most recognizable. Dude, iconic. In that a performance suit with is sunglasses now. If you've <laughs> yeah. seen that movie, you're like, oh fuck, it's an agent. Yeah, uh, it gave us. How uh, are you going you, to do that? Yeah, <laughs> with no mouth. Yep, it gave us uh, probably Lawrence Fishburne's best performance. Uh, it gave the world, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Trinity. Uh, Catherine Moss, or Carrie Ann Moss. Carrie Ann Moss. Uh, it gave us modern uh, Keanu Reeves. Like, this movie is just, it's, and it's endlessly re- rewatchable. Like, yeah. it, it, like, every, like, I, I'm never like, I don't feel like watching this. Whenever I catch it and it's on, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to watch The Matrix right now. Again, <laughs> you know haven't I mean? watched it in probably like seven to eight years, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, this is due. You know what we're talking about? I'm like, oh, it's time for a rewatch. Yeah, I dude, need that the, hotel the, lobby gunfight scene in my life again. Oh, dude, the lobby sequence, the, the lobby of like the dance club. Yes, so dude. good. It's so good. It's so good. Um, yes, The Matrix, yes, should definitely be top five. I think five feels good to me in five terms of this list. On my personal list, it's number one, but five feels right. Yeah, I was going to say, I, uh, like I said, like I'd put The Thing much higher, but we're not talking personal lists. Sure, totally. <laughs> um, what do we got at number four? Number four, Alien from 1979. Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Um, Ridley Scott changed science fiction and horror as we know it forever. 100%. When he came out with this movie. And um, I very much was I got I was lucky enough to when we were talking about it a couple of like a few years ago when we first started dating, AJ said she had never seen it, and oh. I was like, oh well, we got to see it like it's it's a classic like absolute horror classic, and and lucky enough there was a its anniversary was that year and so they mm-hmm. were doing screenings so for her first time she got to see it on the big screen. And it was mm-hmm. great being able to go with somebody who'd never seen it before and being able to watch it from a different perspective, you know? Mm-hmm. It was yeah. so much fun. I love this That's movie. awesome. It's yeah, so it, this movie's great. Um, it introduced us to, like, dirty sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of movies owe their aesthetic to this movie, especially The Matrix. Yes. Um, yeah, this movie's great. Uh, the Xenomorph is one of the greatest creature feature, like, monsters of all Forever time. will be one of the greatest, like, like, horror creatures of all time. One of the best animatronic creatures of all time. Yes. For sure. Yes. Um, it's great. Like, it's, it's just phenomenal. I like, like the fact that in this movie you don't really see it. Yes. It just yeah, hides you in know. the shadows. And it's just like, God. Like, <laughs> and behind steam. Up in, you know yeah, what I mean? Behind <laughs> steam, up in chains. It's like, yeah. Ah. <laughs> oh, I don't like this. Fucking hate this. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, wow. Number three. Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. <laughs> I was not Excuse expecting me? this. <laughs> Derek has walked away. <laughs> Derek has walked away from his computer. <laughs> Sorry, I'm back. Had to take a break. Yeah, it's break. yeah. I kind of figured it would be up here. Had to let out some, steam, to let out some yeah. pressure. <laughs> look, look, man. It's uh. <laughs> Yeah, look, it's um <sighs> to be fair, it was before Alien. Um it it like it, it 
it's it hard. Did, it did it's change. Hard. A New Hope changed the way science fiction and like, like, like special effects and all that. Yes. It changed the way it did. I'm not arguing that. There is nothing. But but if we're talking best science fiction movies of all time, yes, Episode I, Five is a better movie. Yeah, I would say this movie is probably one, it, it, probably the most important sci-fi movie of all the time, but it's not the best. You know what I mean? No. Like it's not it's not better than Avatar is uh, going to be super like important for the technology of like movies. Hundred percent. Do you think it's going to go down as the great? Fuck no. <laughs> what if Avatar is number one? I would. <laughs> I'm getting nervous because we have. It's two not. More there's no way. There, there's no way. Be, right. There's no there's way. No way. I, okay. IGN has made some missteps. On this list, there's no However, way. I do not think they would do that. Yeah, no. Although I, think I am going to movie... be honest, I'm getting very nervous. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm, I'm, I'm really interested to see what number two is. Um, any guesses to what number two is going to be? I couldn't even begin. They've covered so many of the ones that I like. You know, I'm going to say the War of the Worlds is in is probably in top one or two, yes, and it's the, probably the original. Cruise, completely agree. It should be number one on this list. Yeah, we'll see. I'm just kidding. So, yeah, no, not that one. Uh, but the original <laughs> no, might that. be number one. No, no, not that. No, not, not that. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, number two, Blade Runner from 1982. Um, I was hoping it would show up, but I wasn't sure. Oh, this movie's so freaking good. Again, one of the it first is really early, good. like, dirty sci-fi movies that I watched when mm-hmm. I was a kid. Because that was the thing. I didn't grow up. Like, my parents... Boomers grew up with clean sci-fi, right? When it was mm-hmm. the 50s and the 60s, it was like, ooh, yeah, like science fiction, like everything's <laughs> 2001, going to, a space yeah, odyssey. Exactly. Everything's going to space, and it's clean, and we have it. Like, yeah. This was when, 70s was when, like, dirty sci-fi started, 70s and 80s, mm-hmm. and oh, boy, how did I grow up hard on dirty sci-fi. Blade Runner mm-hmm. being one of the best movies, best science fiction movies I've ever seen, for sure. Yeah, it's great. I don't think I don't know if it's necessarily number two. I it definitely deserves, in my opinion, to be top five. I don't know about number two. I, would put it with, I agree with you. Should be top five. I don't know if it should be two. Yeah, but I agree um, but with yeah, you, it's should great. Be top five. Probably one of the best sci-fi adaptations, like from mm-hmm. the Philip K. Dick uh, source material. It's yes. probably one of the best adaptations of all time. It's really good. I'd uh, like to see an actual Mars attacks and. Um, oh, that'd be great. A, a, a Minority Report was good. Yeah. But the ending and the Phil. Have you read the Philip K. Dick story that it's taken no. off of, though? No, of Minority read Report. The, no, read the story. Way better. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like Minority Report is a is a property that could use a remake, like a reboot oh, you could totally of some kind. My, Minority yeah. Report. Absolutely. Totally. Total Recall um, could redo it. I mean, they tried again with Colin Farrell and Kate Beckinsale. It was not great. But it was not great. <laughs> um, okay. Here we go. Number, number two. One. Oh, number one. Excuse me. Number two thousand one. A Space Odyssey. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. It's not my personal favorite, but happy. it makes sense for this list. Yeah, I'm not I'm happy not about happy, it. But I'm glad it's not the other things we were talking about, like Avatar. Yeah. I'd be like, Ugh. yeah, um, yeah. This movie is res- probably responsible for every other movie on this list. Uh, so what can you say? It you know what I mean? Piece. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. Stanley, Kru- it's probably Kubrick's best movie. Uh, probably. Uh, I I think it depends on who you ask. I mean, because Kubrick's got The Shining, Apocalypse Now. Uh, that's true. Space Odyssey. You know, that's he's got true. Some heavy hitters up there as far uh, Clockwork Orange. Oh you know yeah, he's yeah. This might be his most his ambitious case. movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. His most ambitious outing as a director. Yeah. Um, yeah, the movie's good. Uh, I I've seen it. It's long and 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 interesting, but like kind of boring. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, it's it's fine. 
Um, but yeah, it makes sense that the, that would be on number one. It almost feels like it has to be. Um, I, real quick, I, I have to run in a minute, but if you want to run down any movies you're surprised didn't make the list? Uh, I'll say um, I'm surprised Fifth Element did not make it on this list anywhere. Fifth Element, for sure. Um, Starship Tro- Starship Troopers was surprising to me that, reads that, that more of didn't an show up. Movie to me than science fiction. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. I don't know. I'd have to think about it, but I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it. Uh, mm-hmm. It really did anything different than what I was I was expecting. Yeah, you know what I mean. This this list feels very like you know feels very like what I'd expect from IGN. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's well rounded. A ton of surprises. Yeah, it pulls from areas that everybody can enjoy. Um, I'm definitely surprised War of the Worlds was not there. Either version. I would um, say the I, original version, I'm surprised it wasn't there. Yeah. But again, mm-hmm. the impact of War of the Worlds came with the radio program, you know? That's true. It didn't You're right really about that. do anything as far as like a movie. It was just, oh, now there's a movie about it. So, yeah, it's true. I don't know. what. Who am I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what? Like, I'm, you know, I'm going to say it. Uh, I think Independence Day should have been Independ- on this. Why was Independence Day? Not Why on is there? Independence Day not Men on this in list? Black. Men in Black should definitely be on this 100% list. Hundred percent should be on that list. If Galaxy Quest can be on this list, Men in, Men black, in black can be on this list. Yes, okay, I for like, yes, sure. I would agree. I would agree. Like, if we're making the list. Men in Black is on there. Like if you're putting comedies like Galaxy Quest, one hundred percent. Men in Black deserves one hundred percent. Fantastic sci-fi movie. Yeah, um, it's it's great in the sci-fi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Independence yes. Day? Come on, man. <laughs> like one of the largest blockbusters of the 90s? 100%. Probably the biggest alien movie of all time. Of like all time. <laughs> come on, man. Well, Avatar, oh, but I don't know mm, if that counts. <laughs> Independence Day's better than I would if you literally sat me down and were like, would you rather watch Independence Day or Avatar? I'm like, fucking give me Independence Day every day for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, I got to run. Got to go do some stuff. But uh, yeah, people can find you online. Absolutely. Great. It was great talking to you. Uh, we will. Let's do another list soon. Of, let's run down their action movies next time or yeah, something. <laughs> let's do it. I like this. This is fun. All right. Sounds good. Uh, you can find episodes of this podcast and more at Weekly Regular. You can find me at Asan Made It on social media. Derek, thanks again so much for joining me. And we will see y'all next week. Next week.